and mental health. Okay, guys. So, in the spirit of spooky season, we're, we're still, still we're here. still here. And <laughs> Esther and I have been talking about how um, paranoid we've been this week <laughs> because bringing up these stories like it it just it's not some it's not sustainable i do not recommend doing this all the time because literally i have like i am turning around often now when i'm walking (laughs) i literally i'm gonna die right now yeah like i think like i'm thinking i'm very like i was looking (laughs) online at pepper sprays (laughs) I need to send you mine. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's how, like, intense these, like, this feeling of being spooked is, like, getting to us, you know? But you know what's funny? We do it to ourselves. I know. Because it's, cause it's fun, okay? It's fun. It's October. <laughs> there, yes. There is an element of fun to it. And I've said this a million times, and I'll say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> but I truly am not like this the rest of the year. Like, something about October really makes me want to watch that scary movie listen to that scary story podcast yeah. read that kind of edgy book and then literally november 1st goodbye like Done. that was for october and that's it yeah yeah i i wouldn't even say like i'm that intense oh i am dude it. but i like like i'm a little bit more open to something that i normally would be like immediately know so it's i'm reminded why like now with being all spooked and so i'm like this is why i can't handle this but i i don't care it's october and i'm here for it i'm here for it dude um we do have stories to tell today yeah we have i'm gonna say we have like four scary stories maybe like a little whatever maybe we'll see. we might add another one but i i want to preface these are these are real right mine are real yours are oh, real too yes these are so I think I have like two to tell, mm-hmm. and these are real stories, which makes it even scarier, spookier. spookier. It's yeah, it you'll we'll get into it. But we'll first, g- yes. Esther, you wanted to start, right? I didn't want to start, but I didn't want to say something about our last podcast, which was the true crime. Of course, those were real stories as well, mm-hmm. and just like everything we talked about. If you haven't listened, go back and listen. True crime, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, super scary stuff but i think this time around these stories are spookier in their own way because it's more like not like paranormal but just like almost almost <laughs> i think one of mine almost one of mine is a little paranormal oh but shoot i didn't know that i haven't heard that one <laughs> it's, it's the one i'm gonna say right now but okay. like that's why that's the difference between this podcast and the last one it's more just like it feels like it was in a movie you know yeah i think the thing about these stories um for me it's just that they almost feel like i'm watching a horror movie or something like that where the true crime felt kind of more like i don't know very like it's it's almost so logical and expected for it to be dark so you're like it's true crime yeah but with these stories it starts off with just like a normal person like on a normal day and then suddenly it just went dark yeah and i hope i'm not gonna like overhype these stories take it for what it is i don't know how you guys are gonna react all right esther start us off on this spooky story i will this story is called the eye okay (laughs) the eye okay 
I actually feel like I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> no, I just okay. I'm I'm literally, guys, I'm preparing myself. Okay, I'm relaxing. I'm sitting. Okay. So once upon a time, there was this guy who loved working out. He lived in this really nice neighborhood, kind of like those neighborhoods that you want to live in. And in the fall, like the leaves are literally turning colors, falling in your face. The wind is blowing. He lived there. And it was this really nice community where everyone would kind of pitch money in and, you know, develop a pool or build a playground, whatever. So then the whole community came around and they built kind of like a brick wall. And they were trying to make it into like a workout station. And this guy like loved to work out. And so he'd always go. It was not ever like fully finished. But it was like this random brick wall. And then just picture a bunch of workout stations. And then this is outside, okay? But the brick wall, like... It's only one side of the brick wall. Like, on the other side, the neighborhood is, like, not a part of that. Does that make sense? So, on one side, it's, like, the brick wall and then the gym and then the neighborhood. And then the other side, it's, like, just out, like, to the rest of the street. Just think of, like, it's, like, a street and then it's the brick wall. The brick wall is basically the divider of the real world and, like, this neighborhood. But the brick wall, like, on the other side where, like, the real world, like, there's, like, stores and stuff like that. It was, like, an endless brick wall. So he was, like, what is, like, be in be- like inside the brick wall? Because, like, on the other side, there was, like, no store. Like, it was just a really long, endless wall on the other okay, side. Okay, I'm kind of lost. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, right now what I'm envisioning is there's this really nice neighborhood. Yes. And... They added a gym. Yes. But outside. There, It's a, an outdoor gym. Yes. And there's a brick wall in the gym. But beyond that is like a street, like the yeah, shopping like center. Outside. It's like not part of the neighborhood. So when you talk about an endless brick wall, do you mean like it goes like just the closed. neighborhood goes on forever? Think of like a box. Like the brick wall. Wait, I'm going to cut that out, dude. <laughs> I feel like that was too much detail. <laughs> okay, where did I, where did I stop before? <laughs> what do you mean? The brick wall is too much detail? Yeah. Okay, what I was trying to say is, like, you see, like, the pizza press? Like, that's a brick wall. Uh-huh. But, like, on the other side, like, it's just, like, a, like, it's the whole building, but there's stuff inside of the brick wall. So we there's... We don't know what's in there. Like obviously oh, so it's like the brick wall is more than a wall. It's kind of like a a cube, like a dome. Yes, yes. Should I not put that in? Should I just say it's like a brick wall? Is it important? I think so. Okay, let's add it. Let's add it. But like, how do I say it simply? Okay, you could say like they created um like a brick, almost like a brick dome, like a brick. Like, there's, it, it could almost resemble a building, but no one knows what's inside of it. You think that's right? I feel like that's confusing. I think so. If it's important, 
Like, will I'm it make sense it, later? I'm going to switch it up a bit. Okay. Can we say a brick building? Or, like, the wall, or maybe, like, the gym is close to a brick building. Wall. Okay, I don't even know where I stopped. What did I say? Like, they, what did I say? They build... I know there's a point where I was like, okay, wait, I'm confused. Okay. And maybe you can go on and be like, okay, wait, let me clarify. Okay. Or do you want to start the story over? But you started off so well. Okay, no, I'll just say let me clarify. Okay. Okay, let me clarify. So there's the outdoor gym. And then there's just like this random brick wall. And so this guy's really curious. And so he's working out every day, does his thing. And then one day, he's just kind of resting, you know, from his workout. And he's just like, I want to lean against the brick wall, like, for fun. Mm -hmm. And again, he's a really curious guy. And he's kind of, like, feeling the wall, you know, just resting, sweating, whatever. And then he kind of turns towards the brick wall. And he notices there's, like, a little weird hole kind of thing and he's like what like that's kind of weird again he's a curious man so of course he looks into it oh no he looks into it and it's literally like pitch red it's just like a red like think of putting your eyeballs on a red blanket or just like looking at something red that's all you see that's what he saw with his one eye okay and he was like, okay, like, didn't really think much of it. He's like, that's kind of weird. It's probably some sort of brick situation. <laughs> and so, you know, he goes home, takes a shower. I didn't say this before, but he lives with his mom and grandma. And they're asking him, like, how's your workout? Like, tell us about it. And then he tells his grandma, like, you know, this weird thing. Like, I just looked into this hole, like, in the brick wall. And... Should I wait? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just looked into this weird hole, like, on the brick. I noticed, like, the hole was a, the size of his eyes, so he could, like, really see. Yeah. And he's telling his grandma, like, yeah, it was so weird. I don't know if I was, like, so tired from the workout. Like, I just literally saw super red. And his grandma was like, what? You saw red? And he's like, yeah, like, Why? And he was like, you don't know the story about that brick wall? Stop. And, like, I was like, no, like, tell me. And the grandma was like, beyond that brick wall once was a house. And there lived a little girl. And she died. And there's a story that she's in our neighborhood and has red eyes. So when he looked in that hole, he was looking straight <laughs> into her eye. <gasps> The little girl was looking right at him through that hole. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Literally, the moment you said this little girl had red eyes, I was like, okay, I, I <laughs> Guys, okay, I need to like compose myself. My story, what are we gonna name it? I'm gonna name this story Home Alone. So, these stories are very true, guys. In fact, it's from these two beautiful podcasters. They do, like, a whole spooky season, and one of them has a mom that has experienced these. And we're going to—these stories, both of them are from her mom. Mm -hmm. 
but we have to share because they're crazy. Yeah. And this was actually, I heard these stories, I think, or two years ago, and they still come up. Like, I still think about them. And it's just, like, terrifying. But this one is called Home Alone. And, okay, so I want to call her by her name. I think her name's Angie. Okay, so Angie, she just graduated college. She went to Biola University. And she moved back home um, and was just kind of like, we, you know, a lot of us can relate, was kind of getting back into being, like, at home. And um, she said she was also struggling because she was going to, um, like, she was planning to get married with her boyfriend that she also met at Biola. But they were like far away from each other. They were doing long distance. He was like an hour away, but still, like they weren't in the same like location anymore. But she would call him like every night. And back in the day, they still had like the phone line where like the um, you know like the phone is attached to like the string. <laughs> and she had a really long one, so she was able to take the phone all the way to her room. But it was like hanging on its last thread like she would extend it all the way into her like bedroom and talk to her boyfriend on the phone so on this particular night she was doing that and she's talking to him um and she hears a gunshot oh yeah let me remind you she's home alone her parents are out on a date and so she's she hears a gunshot and she tells her boyfriend like huh like that was weird then she hears two more and they sound closer and so now she's kind of like telling her boyfriend like stay on the line with me like i just don't feel safe right now suddenly she hears her front door slam (laughs) okay now we're not playing any games she immediately drops the phone runs to her parents room Um, her parents had a gun And she did mention that they taught her how to use it safely. So she gets the gun and she gets her dog and they go in her room. She grabs the phone again and is like just on the phone with her boyfriend. And like you can't imagine her boyfriend feels too. Like can't do anything about it. And she's like terrified obviously. Um, And she hasn't heard anything. (laughs) But guys, suddenly, remember the phone? It's like holding on on its last thread. It is yanked out of her hand. Dude. Okay. Slams on the door because someone who is in the kitchen where the phone line is at yanked it. Okay. So she is obviously terrified. But she grabs the phone again because that's like the only contact she has to somebody. And she goes on and she's like trying to like say like hey like you know talk to somebody the phone is dead okay so then she goes to the corner of her room and at while all this is happening her dog which you know thankfully her dog was like um what is it a german shepherd and her dog was like barking and just like scratching the door so like she's also very aware like there's a stranger in the home for sure like this dog is like going like he's like wild and like ready to attack So she goes to the corner and she yells, I have a gun and I'm not afraid to use it. And it like, it's just silent. And she doesn't hear like anything, 
but then she hears her um after a while she does hear her parents car like come into the driveway and so she's really relieved but then she is immediately like scared again because someone's in the house with a gun and so like the moment they come in she yells like to her parents like someone's in the house and they have a gun but her dad like immediately runs up to her room and like checks in on her and then they inspect the whole house and like no one was there but they did see the open door and like obviously the evidence of the phone yanked and um that legit happened to her dude that is terrifying dude like she just sounds like obviously super brave yeah. To even yell out and be like, dude, I have, have a gun. gun. And I'm not afraid to use it. Like, I feel like I would just scream. Yeah, no. I, I'm the kind of person that's like, <laughs> I'm dying. Like, I immediately just, like, think of, like, sadly, I just kind of think, like, well, what is there to do? But she, like, was, like, very much, like, I'm going to shoot you. Like, yeah. if you come into my room. You know the fight or flight? She really She's said, a I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight, she said. <laughs> um, Yeah, that to me is like i mean being a girl i mean the whole situation guys like if you're listening from oc like you know biola is a known university nearby and just like i think she lived and they mentioned she lived like in buena park or something so she just like the whole thing feels so real and like, it so like, like like it can happen to anyone yeah <sighs> Woo! okay <laughs> oh my god <gosh>. <laughs> so i actually wanted to say this story i found online I am a strong believer, give credit where credit is due, mm-hmm. but I don't know who to give credit to. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just um, on the World Wide Web. Yeah. So we're going to call this um, story, what, this is actually the title of it. Okay. <laughs> it's called, It Wasn't a Little Girl. Dude, what's okay. up with me and the yeah, little girls? Yeah, I'm like, you're bringing up the little girls and it's giving me the creeps, okay? <laughs> it's <laughs> Little girls are all sweet and all. But once they get involved in a spooky story, it's like, no, no, Mm-mm. no, dude, no. Well, I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm scared. I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks, and telling stories when we all of a sudden all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area we heard the noises from together. There was a field behind our campsite, and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe 100 feet away from us in the field, making the noises. We all agreed this thing looked maybe 6 feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was that we saw started backing off as we got closer, and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear a little girl calling out for help as we tried to sleep. Dude, I would leave. I would leave. I would literally leave. I'm gone. I'm already gone. How do you (laughs) sleep through that? No. Are you kidding me? Esther, these these little girl stories. I'm like like the first little girl I see after this. I'm just going to be like, get away from me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Your turn. Okay. So... Let's go back to Angie, sweet Angie, or poor Angie. <laughs> She's gone through a lot. Um, okay, so we're naming this one 
the call. Okay. So sweet Angie, she's, you know, still young and she's in her 20s and she decides to go to a drive-through movie theater event thing. And it is October, like it's or I don't know, it's somewhere around spooky season cuz she said it like it was cold weather and it there was actually a storm when they went to go see this. But she went with her friend and it was a m- movie about a babysitter who got a phone call from a stranger that like she needs to check on the kids. And then it's like basically the movie is she gets these constant phone calls of a stranger warning that he's getting closer to the house and she's in danger until finally the last phone call is like I'm in the house. Okay, it's like terrifying. And she said that like it like scared her so much and that there was like that storm and thunder and just like the whole situation was kind of like just too much. Like it was like really scary for her. Um and so they drove home and like we're just like yeah, like both of them were really scared. And she gets a phone call the next day that like sh- her like neighbor wants she asked if she could babysit for them. <laughs> and she's like okay like this is too soon but decides to still do it because it's like her neighbor and like you know i think in these situations you're like don't let it get to your head just go so she she goes and she babysits these two boys um and she gets a phone call while she's babysitting and she said that she like like waited a few minutes or I always say minutes, like, obviously it won't last long, a few seconds. Like, she just didn't want to answer it, but eventually did. And it was actually some, like, relative of the neighbors. She doesn't really remember what they said. She just remembers hanging up. (laughs) And so she goes on with her night, you know. Um, Then she hears the younger boy. So there's two boys. And she hears the younger boy start to cry. And so she's like, what's up? And then the younger boy, um, like, yells out, Angie, there's a man at my window. No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) When I first heard this story, I was like, this is when you, like, you have two choices here, okay? You go up and help this little boy. Or, like, out of fear, you just freeze and you want to stay down in safety. But... Angie was, you know, she's a fighter. So she went straight to the kitchen and got a knife and went upstairs. And she, like, slowly opens the door of, like, the little boy's room. And there is a man literally creeping in. Like, his bed is right by the window, the little boy's bed. And he's over, like, the little boy, like, trying to get in. this is like legit happened guys but again like like they're also believers and they they mention the story like god was really protecting angie okay because um in the on like during that moment like she heard someone yell attack and that is the signal that they gave their dog the remember the german shepherd that's the signal you know to attack and so it turns out her angie's brother saw that there was somebody like on the window from the backyard and yelled attack immediately for the dog to go and like go like the dog jumped over and like um well by the time the dog got to the 
to the backyard. This man obviously panicking because <laughs> Angie came in with a knife, so he jumps out of the window, and then the dog chases the man out of like the um, backyard and. Then, like, you know, they they comfort the boy, and then they comfort Angie. Um, and then they said at the very end, they see the German Shepherd trotting back <laughs> by himself. <laughs> He's just like, whatever. Like, <laughs> But, oh, gosh. Oh, dude, like, I think what makes me, like, it just blows my mind away is that, again, Angie being a local. <laughs> yeah. It's like, these things, like, really happen. And to be honest, personally, like, I don't feel prepared. Me too. I feel like Angie's very, like... She was, she know? was like, a fighter. Yes. Very much a fighter and, like, very prepared. And I've... I just... I used to babysit a little bit. And you feel still very, like, you don't know the house. You're not yes. familiar with this place. Yes. So you feel sort of like a stranger. And to be in a situation like that and feel even more unprepared, it's just, like, overall frightening... It's petrifying. The word. <sighs> well, do you have is, another one? This is my last one. It's called the Grudge. The Grudge, guys. I've heard this story, and it's so scary. I feel like I've said it so many times that at this point, is not. It's not like scary to me, but just know this happened to me, people. <laughs> this is a personal story. <laughs> this this personal legit happened story. to Esther. Yes. Okay. So. This is around Thanksgiving time. Maybe I was like 12. So it was 2011 to be specific. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like Thanksgiving time. My mom invited a few families over to our house to celebrate and eat together. And so these families obviously came with kids. <laughs> so my siblings and I were hanging out with the kids and where we used to live there was also like a playground station a pool and then kind of like a handball station if you want to call it that where you can play handball on the wall and so my brother Diego was like let's go play like all of us like handball so of course we follow him and we're playing for a while and the guys were kind of being like rough or whatever sounds ridiculous but then so all the girls were kind of like on the other side of the wall of the wall um when all of a sudden dude okay just picture this wall and there's two kind of entrances to the wall on the left hand side and right hand side like people can come in that way to play on one of the entrances (laughs) i forget which one this lady dude who legit if you've seen the ring if you know la llorona like that is her (laughs) literally like this like lady is long. Could you describe how yes. she looks? So she's walking, right? So kind of from a distance already, we can kind of hear like feet scraping. <gasps> scraping. Like she was dragging her feet. And so we were kind of like, what? what is that? You know? And finally, we can see who this person is. She has literally long black hair that's like just so long and had kind of like layers in the front of her face. So kind of, like, literally, that's why I'm comparing it to the garage in La Llorona. Like, that's how much hair, that's how black it was. That's how much in her face it was. And she was, like, super pale, looked really dirty, had baggy, loose clothing. 
and white and it was just like dirty and like who knows if it was dirt and blood or both but can you imagine dude so all the kids the range was 10 to like 14 years old and where i was telling steph this that like we were all raised to be really polite children (laughs) (laughs) so literally like we look at her we don't want to be rude right so we're like um hi like hello oh my god but we're like scared so bad at the same time and i feel (laughs) sorry i can imagine you esther like trying to be so nice (laughs) but being like terrified (laughs) yeah dude i was i feel like my voice was shaking i think i was one of the kids who said hi i was like hi (laughs) (laughs) but like i think we were all stunned and like shocked 100 percent so once that kind of politeness phase went away, I'll like, hear my brother Diego say, and he's a 14-year-old. Is she still in this room? Or in yes, this dude. Space? She's just like walking this entire time Did towards us. she see you guys or acknowledge you guys? She's walking towards you guys. Yes, she's just like walking. But like like I said, she's dragging her feet. So was she she's like slow. not fully there? Dude, she didn't look all there. <laughs> <laughs> like she was like, look, was she making direct eye contact to you guys? I don't know because her hair was in her oh. face. <laughs> okay. But she's just walking towards us. That's so <laughs> scary. That's so scary. Okay, so it's super quiet and we're all shook. And again, after the politeness is over, all I hear Diego, my brother, say is, run! And literally, dude, we <laughs> all, all bucket. We literally run all the way back to my house. And I'll never forget, like, turning back. Because I wanted to see if she was, like, running behind us, right? Yeah. I just see, like, a bunch of kids, like, <laughs> running away. And, and she like, was just there, like, standing? I have no idea because I just kept, like, we were, dude, adrenaline hit, yeah. man. And <laughs> I remember we went and we told our parents. And I, I think other other neighbors saw her as well. So they ended up calling the cops and, like, who knows, dude. But, like, now that I'm older... And hearing what, like, the adults were saying, they were saying stuff like, she was probably homeless, she was probably, like, escaping from someone who kidnapped her, mm. or she's on drugs and whatever. Like, yes, those are all possibilities. But I I just really want you to picture the grudge, or La Llorona, and that's exactly what she looked like. Mm. And for me, like, as a 12-year-old, I was like, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I saw her. Yes. She's real. Yes. That is, I would say, we all, we went through some scary stories, but that one, to me, like, I think I go back to being a child, and it just, like, is different. Yeah, it's super haunting, especially being that young and seeing something like that, and I told you, Steph, that weeks later after that, because my siblings had friends coming over to our house all the time, I had this weird thing of opening the door when someone knocked, and literally weeks after that moment... I would open the door and I'd literally see her face and like her mm-hmm. image on my siblings' friends' faces, like when I'd open the door. And I'd literally slam the door and like close it on them and like run away. And so one day my dad sat me down and was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I was like, "No, dude. Like I'm, I'm traumatized." And I don't really know what he did with that information, but yeah, I feel wow better now. <laughs> yeah, but that is really scary. Oh my gosh. 
Okay, I think I'm done with scary stories. Yeah. Um, Let's end it off with like a light note. Like, what is something you want to do before the fall ends? I know it just started, but uh-huh. what's something you want to do? Like a goal. Um, it could be like food, dessert, something you want to try, mm. something you want to, or somewhere you want to visit. I don't know if we'll be able to do this, but I know we've been wanting to travel somewhere folly. Yeah. We'll see if we'll still get that, but it would be nice to go somewhere and really experience fall. And I think I want to have like a fall day. Like I've been kind of thinking of planning like a Friendsgiving, which you'll definitely be at. So just like, yeah, something like that. I like that. And you? I think for me, I really want to be outdoors more. Um, I was kind of in and out of my house today. And the air is starting to feel a little more crisp, which is exciting. Um, So I want to enjoy that just because it's been so hot this summer. Um, And I really want to bake stuff. Mm. I don't... I will go through, like, the fun, like, Trader Joe's, like, pumpkin bread and stuff like that. That's, like, simple. But I kind of want to do something from scratch. Mm. Whether it's, like, an apple pie, pumpkin cookies. But literally start from scratch. I really want to do that. Dude, can I join this? Oh, yes, you can. Okay, we'll plan that. I don't know if they're going to be good. We can fail together. We can fail together. But I really want to try to do stuff like that. Aw. You know what? That totally made me feel better. Me too. I was like spooked. <laughs> and then now I'm like way better. Well, guys, okay. I'm sure some of you guys are like, Psh, like that's nothing. <laughs> but for those that are like us and don't really like scary stories, I hope this was so- sort of spooky, but not to the point where you're like, I hate this. Um, just a little just a little just like a little you know (laughs) reason i like doing this in october is because i avoid these stories and i think it's nice to sort of understand the spooky the spookiness you know because i don't know that world so join it with us or just turn this off if you hate it (laughs) okay guys thank you so much for listening have a good week Bye. bye